0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to hear God's voice. Um, you know, a lot of people in their beginning stages may struggle and they don't know what it sounds like. And, you know, God's word says his sheep will know the sound of his voice and not of a stranger. So today, I am hope this kind of helps anybody who's on on kind of struggling or just a beginner and just trying to know if it's actually God that they're hearing from or not. So, um, let's just dive right in and get started. So many of us has heard people say, um, you know, you just know that, you know, when something's right, You, you know, like knowing when you're in love or when God speaks to you. You know, I've told people before, like when I met my husband, I just knew he was my husband. And they said, well, how do you know? I said, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I just knew. And really, I can't explain it. I did. I just knew. Um, But for most people, knowing that you know is just an unhelpful description. And I know that doesn't help them. But thankfully, you know, there's um, at least knowing if you hear from God, you know, following in love as well. But we'll leave that for another day. But hearing God's voice is Uh, not just open to a spiritual elite or select few, but it's for all of us. And I'm going to help you today to know that you're hearing from God's voice. So you may be asking, well, who does God talk to? Like I said, you may think that he he only speaks to prophets or, you know, he only speaks to uh, a preacher or a teacher or something like that. But um, actually in John 10, 27, it says, God is loving father. He wants to speak to everyone my sheep hear my voice. If you're a follower of Jesus, then you have the ability to hear him. So that's everybody, like I said before. And throughout the Bible and in history, silence, there are clear examples of God speaking to all types of people in all walks of life. And so you may be asking, well, you know, how does how does God speak? You know, if we look at, you know, Hollywood, for example, you'll probably be expecting like a big booming voice from the clouds. But in the Bible, in First Kings nineteen, God shows Himself in a quite you know an opposite way. Uh, Elijah waits to hear from God in First Kings nineteen and doesn't hear Him in the wind, an earthquake, or a fire, but in a gentle whisper. You know, and of course, God is able to get our attention in the you know. His voice, but that's not always how it happens. You know, in the Bible, God speaks through dreams, visions, pictures, scriptures, prophets, all kinds of things. But his audible voice, um, angels, miracles, and even a donkey. Y'all remember the part where he (coughs) spoke and used the donkey? So he's not limited. There's many ways that he can communicate with us. And often he'll put people in our place as confirmations. Say if we're praying for something and maybe we don't hear it directly from him. He'll put things in our path, or sometimes you'll even see things that relates to what that thing was that you were praying about to give you confirmation. So um, one question you need to ask yourself is, who are you listening to? So hearing God is about learning to listen for the quiet whisper and asking God to speak in the quietness of your mind. Um, And you do have to get into a quiet place to be able to hear from him. So when we're busy all the time and there's a lot of distractions and things like that, it makes it hard for us to hear from him. But, you know, what if the inner voice seems much louder and clearer? You know, how can you tell that you're really hearing from God and not something else? And I'm going to give you a couple of um, options for who we might hear and um, listening out for what God's saying. So it could be <clears throat> hearing from yourself, Satan, or God. So here's um, how you can kind of tell the difference between the three. So yourself. So your own thoughts are probably going to sound logical or analytical, and it'll sound like the kind of things you often think all the time. So that's how you know if it's you. So if it's Satan, Satan always condemns us. Um, He makes us feel guilty. He also makes us feel ashamed. His purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. So if thoughts that you're hearing are negative and destructive, uh, vicious, or accusing, then that's always the enemy. He's always the opposite of what God says we are. And he's an opposer. So, anytime He says you're this, you know you're not. Or anytime He says you're not, you are, and vice versa. And so, if it's God, when God speaks, it always lines up with His Word, His character, His actions, His kind, loving, inspirational, you know, wise, healing, and He can fix without being condemning. So, for for instance, if, if you say something to somebody in a way that you shouldn't have, God will correct us in a way where it's loving and we'll feel like "Mm, you need to apologize you shouldn't have said that to that person like that but the enemy will speak to us and make us feel bad about it so i'm going to share with you um a couple keys to hearing god's voice then you know that you know question and everything that bothered you will kind of make a little bit more sense Um, so number one, like I said before, you've got to quiet yourself down. We have crazy busy lives and it's important to take some time out to really find peace and listen to God without distractions. So find a quiet spot and get comfortable and get rid of any distractions like your phone or anything like that, that would have notifications or that you would be tempted to pick it up. For me, I like to go into my closet because that's, it has a door, I can shut it, and everybody knows if I'm in there not to come in there and bother me. But that's a place like where I can really hear from God, because that's a place that I have made just for Him. So, you know, keep a notepad by you for the items on your to-do list that will pop up in your mind, and just jot them down. Or, for when God speaks to you, you may want write, to write those down. And always welcome the Holy Spirit in just simply by saying, you know, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You know, come in and be here with me in this moment. It's not that deep. It's nothing major. That's all you have to say. Number two, fix your eyes on Jesus. So use the eyes of your imagination to picture Jesus. You know, you might think um, he's in black and white or it's a color image or, you know, a movie screen in your mind. Whatever it is that you've been told um, you know, use your imagination. You know, find... A, it might be a little bit unorthodox, but it's valuable to remember that uh, the people that heard from God through vision all throughout the Bible, Jesus even used vision to connect with the Father. So the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing. And that's in John five nineteen. So as you picture Jesus, ask him questions. You know, Jesus, how do you see me? Or Jesus, what... What do you want to say to me today? Number three, listen, um, listen. So really, just tune into spontaneous flow. Um, again, his response may not be as an audible voice, but God often speaks through our thoughts. It might sound like your own thoughts at the start, but you practice and you'll be able to be hear more clearly and dis, you know distinguish God's voice. That's where um, the next point, number four, comes in. Where I want you to write it down. Keep a journal of what God says to you. Write it down unfiltered. Just as you hear it. Don't worry about the spelling. Or the grammar. Or you know. Wanting to correct it so it's perfect. You know. Just share it with other people. And the more you experience the hearing from God. Then you'll be able to help figure out what God was speaking to you. And what he wasn't. So you know. as As you go on. You know. Uh. You'll you'll become better at it. You'll hear him more clearly. Um, He'll give you direction in things um, that you're seeking him for. Discernment and things like that. So, it's really a great connection and a great um, relationship. To me, that's the best part about my relationship is I can just go to him and talk to him about anything. Whatever, um, you know, I'm struggling with. And I'll share with you, sometimes this helps me as well. Before I want to spend time with God, I may listen to, you know, maybe one or two worship and pray, uh, praise and worship songs. And then after that, I will pray. Then I may, you know, open up my Bible and start to read. And it's funny that whatever I'm praying about sometimes or whatever I'm, um, maybe asking God to help me with, even just flipping open the Bible. Sometimes the answer's right there, even though I don't have a, direct scripture or verse to go to i just open it and go it's like just being in that his presence in that time he answers your prayers and he gives you what you're looking for and then again like i said i keep a notebook sometimes and i write it down and it may not click then but it might click later after i go back you know and i read it and i'm like wow that's that's exactly what i was asking for you know and i just write down the the verse or scripture he gave me and you know And a lot of times, your answers is right in front of you. So, it's not really um, all that difficult. It's not all that, this huge spiritual thing that everybody makes it out to be. Of course, you've got to have a relationship with Him and spend time with Him in order to hear from Him. But, you know, it's not a select few that hears from Him or anything like that or, you know, this big ordeal. Like, if you spend time with Him, it's just like spending time with anybody else. If you spend time with Him long enough, then... You know, you will get to know them. You will develop that relationship with them. You'll be able to hear them. Um, you know, many of us like are mothers. So, we can be in a mall or, you know, at a baseball field and our child call out to us. And we know their voice. We know without a doubt. And it can be a room full of people. But we know it's them when they call to us. It's the same thing with God. And really, that's all He's wanting from us. He wants relationship. He wants us to spend time with him. He wants us to put him first. Um, you know, he doesn't just want us to use him as a quick fix when we're in trouble or when we need him for something, but he wants that daily dialogue where we just come to him and, you know, and and just talk to him like I'm talking to you on this podcast. And again, we don't have to make it this big spiritual ordeal. You know, it doesn't have to be a certain length of time. You know, you or anything like that. I will suggest though, when you pray, like if there's something specific that you're praying for, that you ask for, um, or you, you find scripture and and you pray that scripture over it. And because the thing about God is he can answer general prayers, but he don't have to, but he does have to answer to his word. So, um, if it's something that you're, praying for like a house or something like that. And you're being very specific in your prayers. You know, find a scripture that relates to that where, you know, for an example, like if God says, just ask and you shall receive, you know, just that's how you do it. You say, well, God, you said, if I ask, I, I will receive. And, you know, sometimes God comes and he gives us things and ways that we don't expect and so don't always try to shoot it down when it doesn't come in the form that you hoped it would or thought it would or you envisioned because God's ways are always bigger and better than ours and even if it's um, a job a house or anything like that and it doesn't come quite like what you hoped for instance when we got ready to move about five six years ago uh, we were downsizing because we had stairs and things like that and we didn't want stairs anymore in our Kids had gotten bigger, so we didn't need the space that we were in, and so we decided to um, downsize from a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath to just a three-two, and um, you know, when we got here, my husband was like, this is the house, and this was the last one on our list, guys. We had been looking for houses for over a year, and my husband, I just ran across this one on that day, and it just so happened that we could see it. That day, and when we pulled up, he said, That's the house, those are the windows that I saw in my dreams. So, see, God does answer us through dreams and visions. And so, when we came in, I was just like, "Mm, I wasn't really feeling it because, again, to me, it was smaller than what we were in, and I felt like, How am I going to get all my stuff in there? But the things that I had on my list, it matched everything that I had been praying for. I mean, guys, I was specific. Down to the countertops, to the top of floors. I wanted a swimming pool. I wanted all these things. But God's ways are bigger than better than ours. So I tried to wrap my mind around it. A lot of it was the interior. How they had it decorated when I was here. So I took the, the pictures offline to try to... Um, you know, in my mind, I would look over them and watch over them and stuff like that to try to wrap my mind around, well, how i am going to place my furniture and this and that, and over time, it started growing on me, like, we came in, and my husband's like, this is it, and he put, you know, he put a bid in for it, and so I wasn't sold on the house completely at that moment when he put the bid in on it, and um, so long story short, this, I absolutely love this house, (laughs) it's all one level you know i can bring the groceries through the back through the garage i don't have to go through um a a flight of stairs to get the groceries in the house i don't have to go down (laughs) a bunch of stairs to take the laundry to the laundry room and things like that and we we still got a swimming pool it's a community pool but guess what i don't have that enormous electric bill and water bill in the summer uh the expensive chemicals i don't have to maintain it So it's like perfect. If I want to go down there to swim, I can. If I don't, I don't have to deal with it. So his ways are, he still gave me what I wanted and the desires of my heart. It just didn't come in the way that I expected or what I envisioned. And so sometimes we have to let go of the control and unwrap our mind around what we want. And we have to be okay with what He has for us and what His will is. So the long story short is, you know, be open-minded to what God has for us. Because His ways are always bigger and better than ours. So this concludes this episode of How to Hear from God's Voice. Thank you guys once again for just always... Listening in and supporting me and rocking with me. You know, if you're not already following me, you can check me out on Facebook on Tanya Williams Life Coach or on Instagram on spiritually underscore grounded. Don't forget to check out my book. The Best Version of Me is available on Amazon or on my website, TanyaWilliamsLifeCoach.com. Um, I have decided to um, start launching this as a small group. Um, I think that some of the things that I share in this book are important. Um, The church doesn't really speak about some of the things that I talk about my own experiences in the book. And we wind up sitting in the pews still struggling and in bondage to these things because we don't know how to get free from them. So God has given me a vision to make this into a small group and to create a workbook for it. Um, I am almost finished with the workbook. I hope to have everything done and printed by August and start the first small group as a pilot in August, so y'all stay tuned for that. I will be um, in the future probably creating a leader book for this course where if you're wanting to lead this as a small group leader, you'll have a manual to go by. Uh, I will also be offering after the pilot a small groups, whether it be in person or via um maybe facebook or zoom or something like that where we have it's it's a select few that will get in and we may even have a conference after it. that's the vision god has given me but again it's still in the pilot phase so i don't know that the conference and everything will roll out with the first um or first few small groups that we do because it is a learning process just to see how it will all flow but I'm looking forward to that. So, if you have not grabbed the book, make sure you grab it so you will, um, if you decide to be a part of the course, that you will be ready in the small group. And again, until next time.